Hi, welcome back to the HSP Connection with me, Philippa, and... And me, Robbie Lee. Yeah. Hi. Um, so did you listen to episode one? What did you think? Um, hope you liked it. Um, I say episode one, it, it will have gone out as episode 90 of the Meeting of Minds podcast, but it's the first in this mini series uh, that Robbie and I are doing together. Uh, that's got the subtitle HSP Connection, because we really want to talk in depth about our lived experience of being an HSP. And um, we really enjoyed doing episode one, which was sort of a general overview of what, what HSP is, what being an HSP is all about. So today, We've decided we're going to talk more about the wonderful gifts and the joy that it brings being an HSP, because that's definitely our experience. Uh, and yeah, so Robbie's got a list, which is good because <laughs> I don't. Uh, we have talked about this list, but Robbie's in charge of the list. So um sorry to sort of do, you know, hand this straight over, but you've got a list, haven't you? I do. Yeah. We yeah. brainstormed some things. We and, did. Yeah. And we've got a list. We and have. I, I was the one that wrote it down. So, yeah. So you're, you're, you're kind of in charge of the, of, of the list. Where do you, where, what, what's first on the list? Well, first on the list is intuition. So yeah. we have an incredible intuition. Um, we get a sense if things are not right, or we get a sense of, things about people or yeah. uh we know we seem to know things that other people don't know we do we do don't we and um it, it took me a while to understand that i do have a deep connection with my intuition i wasn't i wasn't sure but i wasn't sure about lots of things to be fair <laughs> uh <laughs> until i've been getting more sure over the last six years but do you do you, I don't know if you can put it into words because sometimes it's quite difficult, isn't it? Do you, can you, can you put it into words how you can connect with and what, how you might know what your intuition is trying to tell you? Yeah, that's a great question. And I have found that I have kind of nurtured that relationship over the years. So it's evolved, but yeah. at first the way it would occur to me is just kind of a, like um, a, a note, like a quick knowing, like maybe I would say verbally, I was making a decision and then something inside would feel like a, uh, like a, uh, and I, so I'd be like, oh, maybe that's not the right decision. It was kind of that thing. Yeah. And for, for a long time, like I would notice it. I would then have a conversation with my brain about it and talk myself into doing whatever I wanted to do. And then something would happen and I'd be like, yeah, see, I should have trusted my gut. I should have trusted my gut. And it was years of me saying, oh, I should have trusted my gut. And then I finally started going, okay, how do I trust my gut? <laughs> how do I do that? Yes. And so I started making more space for it. And I would, like, like I said, my brain would always get involved and my logic would try to be like, well, blah, blah, blah. And so I started to say, Thank you, Logic. I appreciate your input, but you're not the only one mm. giving advice here, you know, and my so then as I started noticing my intuition, then I started 
feel like I would feel something in my stomach or I'd feel something in my chest, or I would see a fully formed picture in my mind. Like it just, there's different ways that it comes to me, but there is always, it feels instant. And it's just like, whew, something is suddenly this, I know something. It feels like a, the way I describe it is I have a hit. <laughs> something Interesting. just- Interesting, yeah. Yeah. How does it occur for you? Well, yeah, I, um, I think I can definitely connect with it if it's a yes or a no, you know, shall I do this yes or no sort of thing. And I, I learned that I have that when, like uh, during my therapy, um there would be a couple of occasions where she would do something we'd do something different and once that she said okay so so right um this you know I don't know should I stay in my job so stay in the job on one piece of paper and leave the job on another piece of paper and put them on the floor and then stand on one hmm. and then stand on the other and yeah. notice if you can feel any difference nice. and um I would definitely feel a like, like a, like a little, I don't know, it, it's sort of, I'm not, I'm not about to throw up, it's not that sort of, but it's just like a little nudge, a little, yeah. you know, that I learned to understand was a yes. Mm. And for me, a no is usually silence. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, usually. So I don't, you, you know, I only get a yes or I get nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i re there, there was also another time on the counseling foundation course i was talking about in episode one where oh, we all had to make a decision there was 20 of us and we had to make a decision which was going to be our tutor so when the tutors came back in they said we want 10 sitting over there and 10 sitting over there so we had 10 on this side and there was nine people over there and there was one woman who couldn't decide and you, you know she said oh well i feel like i've got to go there now when people were saying no you don't have to go there we've all made this decision but equally we've got to make a decision together so if you want to come over here where these 10 are then we'll have one person will have to decide to go over there so you make your oh i can't make a decision and i said to her well i said well go and sit over there and see how that feels and then come and sit over here and see how nice. this feels nice. and um i just instinctively kind of knew to suggest that to her. I didn't know whether yep. she was going. And anyway, she went, she sat on both and she went, oh no, I want to be over here, which made us 10-10, which was really, but that was quite interesting that somehow I kind of knew to say that and she did it yes. and it had a, a reaction for her. So um, I think I, I don't necessarily get fully formed pictures, but I do, it's usually more of a feeling and I get words and, mm, and, and the nice. words I don't necessarily hear. I feel I've said, I think I've said this. I think I said in the episode with you that I, it's like, I feel, see them. Yeah. But I don't like see the word like, um, you know, so when I'm coaching with clients, words just come to me. So mm -hmm. say the word fear came up. I don't see the word fear yeah. and I don't hear it in my ear either, but I, I know it's the word fear. So yep. how I must be feeling it. I'm not right. feeling the fear, but I'm feeling the word fear. Yes. If that, I, I mean, I, you know, you know, sorry to anybody who's listening, this makes completely no sense to, but um, I think there will be people who it makes sense to. Yes. And this is what, I mean, I actually love that you were explaining that because this highlights 
what Willow says to us all the time, which is we're not used to having these conversations. We're not used to trying to describe what actually happens for us. And so it can be hard to find the words and to, to actually describe it. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. It just is like, I just know. I just, feel it I don't know exactly and and that's you know what's so beautiful about being with other HSPs because we get that and so finding community of people who you can have these conversations with um you know like you and I are here you know and uh, you know who get it I mean and you might have a different experience to me but you can understand how I can be having this experience and I can understand how you can be having that experience and we're just very accepting of it because that's the language that we are have become used to and the way of being that we've become used to yes yeah beautifully said oh thanks um but yeah the intuition is it's a great way to be led rather than being led by your head you, you know mm-hmm. I, I i know i've i've said to a, a few clients over the last two years you're not going to think your way out of this True. you know you're going to feel your way and it, it, it's it it's a little bit like they've never realized that 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 is possible but yes. that's because we grow up with i think you know the intellect is everything yes. you know exam you know do well exam results and all these things that that is everything whereas actually there's a whole other you know feeling um sensing part of us that is actually much more wise it's very intelligent yes yeah in Dr. Brene Brown's new book, Atlas of the Heart, she talks and says, like, sh- we are not thinking beings with feelings. Yes. We are emotional beings who think. Yes, exactly. But but I absolutely walked through the world for most of my life thinking I was a thinking being, yeah. Yeah. right? That is what we exactly what you said like in school right what is it that we're promoting it's the thinking brain yes it's the training of the thinking brain and that's important training but it's not the only intelligence like an emotional intelligence is so important and that's actually leads us to the next thing that hsps are really great at we have a high is, is that segways oh i think yeah. i'm gonna say segways are they really great <laughs> thing, the thing that hsps are really good at i'm terrible at segways normally but this one well that happen. one worked brilliantly because <laughs> i kind of knew that was on the list and i was thinking oh is that is that going to take us nicely into yeah. emotion? emotional intelligence Go yeah, high eq is something yeah. that HSPs have. Yeah. So yeah, we can read people so well. We communicate very well. We generally know how we're feeling. We know how others are feeling. We can read all of the micro expressions and the body language and the ethers. I don't know how else to say it, right? We just, whatever we're feeling, we're picking up on things and we we're very emotionally intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't always get it right. <laughs> no, we don't. But we can feel, we can feel that there's something, right? We absolutely can feel that there's something. And also, you know, we are, you know, uh, in relationship with other people. And, you know, that doesn't, you know, what, what I'm saying is, yes, we are, at, you know, supremely emotionally intelligent, actually. But that also doesn't mean that we're not 
we've not got other things playing in as well. So it's not like, oh, you know, if you're with an HSP, it's going to be an easy ride because they're going to know it all because that's actually not what happens. But if you I mean, we can... are still humans, right? Exactly. That's <laughs> that's exactly what I was trying to say. We are human beings and we have all our conditioning that comes with yep. um, what has happened to us in our life up until now. Um, but if we can allow ourselves to tap into that greatness that we have, that um, that great ability, then it really does become something that 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 stands us in really good stead in our relationships and moving through the world. Yes, it, if we can just really embrace that. Yeah, absolutely, and it's kind of. That one's tied to another of our strengths, which is the ability to read people. I think they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. And you talked a little bit last time about, you know, how that impacts your ability to be a mom and yeah. how, you know, just kind of knowing when your son comes home, what, what he needs. Um, and I think about, you know, in the workplace, we're able to walk into a room and know what's going, like maybe if we don't know exactly, we know that there's something. Like I can remember walking into meetings and going, oh, there's something not right here. Something is unsettled. There's something in the underneath what is being said, right? We can pick up on the things that aren't being said. Yes. Yeah. And if actually we felt safe enough to do it, it would be a really useful thing to be able to name that. And to actually say, actually, you know, I can hear what you're all saying, but I am really sensing there is something else underneath here. And I don't think we're going to be able to resolve this until like whatever it is that you're talking about, until you've addressed what isn't being spoken about. That's 100% right. Yeah, Yeah. but but that has to come with the psychological safety to be able to do that. And um, unfortunately, a lot of companies are not like that, but that's what it could be. That's what absolutely that's how it could be if we um, we could understand that that highly sensitives have so much to bring. Um, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if, you know, you were sat around a table and you knew that, I don't know, say there's 10 people. So two of them are HSPs and you all have a conversation. You go, no, guys, what what, what are you feeling? What 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 is, is there anything we've missed or is there anything you're feeling that we've not taken into consideration? Because I know that you'll be, you you will be having um, perhaps, you know, you'll have something to say, I'm sure. I mean, how amazing would that be? Oh, that gave me chill bumps. That yeah, would be amazing. It yes. would. I mean, it would also obviously be equally amazing to listen to the other eight. But I just mean, of course, understanding that some of those people around that table are are absolutely going to be feeling something different. But do they feel safe enough to to say it? And I think a lot of the time, I mean, I've been in situations like that, and I've not dared open my mouth. So, one hundred percent. Yeah. 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 several times for me as well. Yeah. I will say there have been times when I was hired as a consultant and it was for like a team building. And so there was already groundwork laid that I was there to help talk about what was going on. And so that did give me the permission to say, I hear what you're all saying, but honestly, I don't buy it. <laughs> There's something else that you're not saying. And it was magical. Like yeah. it absolutely, like that is, 
the real work, in my opinion, I put that in quotes, but that's the kind of work that feeds my soul is to actually talk about what's really going on. But to your point, there has to be an agreement that it's safe to do that here, that that's what we're about in this space, that we're going to name the things that are true. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I remember once sitting around a table where um, all these uh, men, as it happened to be, and I was the only woman sitting around the table and they were all talking about this thing that they were all developing and how great it was going to be. And I was sitting there thinking, I think this is a load of rubbish and I can't, I not that it's a load of rubbish. I think it's a great idea, but I don't think anybody will pay for it because I don't really, but anyway, that is what I thought. And I, I actually said it. I did actually Mm -hmm. say, you you know, I can totally understand where you're coming from because it benefits you for this thing to be done. It would make, you know, your business better, but I don't think you're seeing it from the point of view of the end user. And why would they pay for that? I just don't understand. If that was me, I wouldn't pay for it. And one of the bosses absolutely went, well, that's absolutely ridiculous. And and why wouldn't people pay? And he just didn't understand that in his privileged position with the amount of money that he had and all that, 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 you know, an extra 10 pounds on something didn't seem very much. But I could see how that would make a difference. And anyway, they didn't like that. And I'd learned not to open my mouth again. But the thing that they were talking about never did come to anything in the end. I don't don't know whether that was anything I said because they wouldn't ever admit that. But it was it was interesting. But what a different experience it could have been if they had listened to what you were saying and kind of explored that more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you raise a good, you know, another one of our strengths, which is like, we are able to see how things affect people. Like we're able to kind of look at, okay, if, if this was brought into this system or we're going to try this new thing, how it's going to affect people downstream. Like we're really able Mm. to put ourselves in other shoes and see what that experience would be like. Mm. And that is so valuable if people are willing to hear that, right? It, it is. And, you, you know, I mean, that's the essence of empathy, really, isn't it? And, um, yeah, and I think a lot of the times, you know, we can get carried away with ideas, not not us as HP. I think, you know, maybe companies or whatever can get carried away with ideas without actually um, thinking about, I don't know, they can just get so caught up in the idea. and and. I remember in in my HSP group that I went through the course with where we met, we weren't in the same group we've met since. Anyway, that's beside the point. But there was a lady there who wasn't there to become a, she wasn't a coach. She wanted to use the skills that she had learned on the course, on the program in her existing job. And she was absolutely brilliant at seeing how big high level decisions how they would come down and how they were going to affect people she wasn't particularly popular when she raised these things but it was an but there was somebody in that company who saw how valuable what she was doing um and you know she said it's not always easy because there are a lot of people who don't like what I've got to say but I know that what I've got to say is really important. And then there's somebody very high up who actually can see what I'm about. So that's why it works. Yeah, absolutely amazing. I mean, think about the time and money and effort saved by not just, you know, going down this one 
um, yeah. pathway and not considering, you know, what she's seeing. She's seeing this like, oh, wait a minute. This is a potential problem. Like yeah. let's, you could problem solve that ahead of time, right? Yeah. You could make it better for the people at the end before you get there and then have, then find out, oh shoot, this isn't what we wanted at all. And now you've got to rejigger it if yeah. you even have the time and money to do that at that point. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and uh, I think a lot, most of the time, it actually applies to decisions that are made to affect employees, staff, you know, um, it's, you know, everything's always about profit. So it seems that as long as we're making more money, it doesn't, you you know, let's think about the money we're making first, rather than the people. And actually, you know, without the people you're not going to be doing anything so why why companies i know some are getting better but why companies don't look after their staff better i don't know you know i mean i'm i'm an you know i'm a qualified lawyer i don't actually practice the law anymore but the law firms i've worked in over the years have never been great at looking after their staff and i believe a lot of what they do now is pretty much lip service it's not real like it's about I I once got told that I care too much and it's like uh, okay you know but actually you need you need one person who cares you know <laughs> when everybody else he, I mean, okay so I was talking about a small thing here but um you, you know if everybody else is focused on the bottom line you do need somebody who cares about the people who are involved I think you do anyway yes oh my I mean Philippa you've hit one of my hot buttons yes oh, have like, I? yes yes <laughs> Yes. Uh, woo, we'll have to have a button. We, we, we'll have to have an actual button. We'll have to have a whole, yeah. goes, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I mean, yes, I won't get on my soapbox. Maybe we can devote a, another episode to digging in a little bit more. But okay. the idea that companies are putting profit above people and how damaging that is yeah. to individuals but also to society, to families, like it's to the cascading effect. It really planet, is to the planet as well. Yes, yes, yes. And as HSPs, we feel a lot of this really deeply. We feel yes. the the we feel the 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 climate crisis, and we feel you know maybe to varying to different degrees. But yep. you you know I, I'm so like, what on earth can I do about it? I just you know, really don't know, but I'm sure there are some HSPs who are feeling it even more deeply than I am. You know, I'm sure we all have our own area of fascination, our own area of um, real interest. And, you know, I am devastated about what is happening to the planet, but also that that is not my zone of genius either. So, um, but it does affect me. Absolutely. Affects all of us. Of course it does. And to your point, you know, when you're told at work you're too sensitive, which is something that I have definitely heard multiple times. I think it's, again, not unique to us. But it's like, pick that apart a second. It's just like, um, caring about people is not a weakness. People are the things that are running everything. Yeah. Right? If the people aren't healthy, then the systems aren't going to be healthy. And um, we need people who are caring about the people. We need people who are sensitive, who can pick up on what is going wrong. Yeah. You know, I've said to you before, we're the canaries in the coal mine. Like 
we, as, as highly sensitive people, we can pick up on something that is amiss before other people can. And eventually it gets to a point where then lots of people then are also saying, hey, there's something wrong here. So it's not like we can pick up things and no one else can, but we're an early warning system, yeah. right? So if you listen to us earlier on, we, we can make change sooner. Yeah. I remember going to a law firm um, uh, to an old uh, an old boss of mine um, and asking asking for his feedback on um, whether uh you know if i wanted to work go go into law firms and help them look after their staff better because i had this real desire to do that yeah. and um I, I said but how does that land with you i just wanted to use him as a sounding board and he was really great and he said you know philip he said i think you're really onto something here but we're just not ready for that and then yeah you know a year later the pandemic hit and now everything's in the right almost so um you, you know i'm not I'm not claiming to be some amazing visionary, but actually there have been quite a few times through my life where I've thought, oh, either that's a really good idea or that's a really bad idea or this this would be really good to happen or whatever. And it turns out a year or so later, either it's been adopted or it's been not. Or, or do, you, you, do you know, it's like, oh, maybe Absolutely. I should. Why didn't I say something? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had a lot of those moments. Why didn't I say something? But why? Yes. Why? didn't we say something well there you go then so that comes back to safety doesn't it that's right it's exactly right it comes back to safety and also some of the things that i'm talking about it also comes back to owning uh owning my worth which i didn't yeah. at that time and yes. and and owning my worth has come from quite a few things that have happened in the last six years one of which though is really uh, discovering i'm a, I'm, I'm an hsp and now a couple of years later I'm ready to really step into this arena with you. That's what I'm doing now and, and really talking about it because it's really important. Yes. Yeah. So owning our true self is, is, is the start of, um, for me anyway, a whole different way of life and, you know, that for you too. Um, I just wish, I wish more children could be brought up owning their, being able, being oh allowed, being nurtured to own their true self. Yes, yes. And not just their highly sensitive self, but all children being nurtured yes. to be their true self. That is, it's a dream of mine in the world, honestly, yeah. that all people really were in touch with who they were and mm -hmm. were being that in the world. Because we would have, the world would look different. We would have different systems. The world would work for people and it would work for the planet. It just would. It would. And I know, you know, that's a very, you know, I'm sure, you know, if there's anybody listening to going, oh yeah, well, that's really simplistic. And who are they to be going on about that? Well, you know, that we can dream. We can have that dream. Right. We can have that desire. And yes, it might be quite simplistic, but actually why do things have to be complicated all the time yeah. um oh, let's not overcomplicate them and make them into something oh you know only a few people can understand I, I don't know i i'm beginning to think that everything is just smoke and mirrors and actually it, it just all boils down to quite simple humanity and being good and kind and you know yes. but then i know I, well, anyway it's, mm -hmm. it's complicated what, what else is on your list before okay. i start going off on all these <laughs> we both have our soapboxes don't we yes um humor humor was on the list yes i like yeah i i i, I um 
I read that somewhere. I've, I found I found a blog post that was talking about HSPs having um, humour. I mean, obviously, I would say that HSPs are the funniest people in the world. But <laughs> it did say that we can be quite quirky and quirky. quite, yeah. what did I say, quirky and nerdy, and yeah. but, but actually quite funny with it. Yes. And um, yes. I, I love the word quirky. I, I like to use the word quirky uh, in relation to myself. So um, we're quirky and funny. Apparently. Yeah, we are. Or we funny are. in our quirkiness, maybe. Yeah. As opposed to it's our HS penis. <laughs> it's funny because there are times when I'm intentionally funny and I'm like, you know, really proud of my humor. Yeah. And then there are equally a number of times where I'm just walking in, around in the world being myself and my wife will just die laughing. And she's like, you're hilarious. And I'll be like, <laughs> I am. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm just being <laughs> <Okay>. me. <laughs> That happens to me as well. And it's just like, okay, well, whatever. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> exactly. We're just spreading joy wherever we go. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we try. Yeah. On our good days. Absolutely. We do yeah. try. One yeah. of the other things on our list was that people feel safe to share things with us. Yes. I've already yeah. touched so uh, yeah, I already touched on that, didn't I? That people with that clients have said that to to me and and i'm sure you've had it the client where clients have said to you i've never told anybody this before and they then tell you things a hundred percent and yeah. it i mean it would happen to me in life before i was a coach like people would be in conversation with me and then say wow i i don't know why i just told you that yes and you know then when i became a coach i would i would hear from my clients Oh, it feels so safe here with you. You know, we were talking about psychological safety before. Like, we, I think we create a really safe place for people. Yeah. And then it was one of my clients who said, you know, I can always just say the truth here. And I took that as such a compliment. Like, mm. she could just say whatever was true for her. She didn't have to hide anything. She didn't have to put on any masks. She didn't have to pretend she could just say what's true and she knew it was safe. And I think that's a giant gift we give to the uh, world. Absolutely. I mean, what's better than that? Right. Um, you know, that people feel safe with us to share those innermost tender parts of them that they've never been able to share with anybody else. Ah. And I think for, for me, I, I, you know, I was asking a client for some feedback and what that was. And she and, and she said to me, a massive part of that is um, a lack of judgment. Like she yeah. didn't feel judged by me judged. at all. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, I joke and I say to you. Um, you know i say to clients you know don't worry i'm from wigan and if you know that's not going to mean anything to the audience outside the uk but that's quite a you know you know tough mining uh old in the old days mining town up in the north yeah. of england and you know we're all pretty tough and you know whatever and i say i'm from wigan you can't shock me i've seen it all you know <laughs> just say whatever you know and and that sort of you know normally breaks the ice and you know but i yeah i i, I think that's a great privilege to yes. be the confidant of people who for things that they really need to say they really yeah. need to say out loud to to i'm a great believer in talking about things out loud because it mm -hmm. it releases the the pressure around it it almost like say it out loud and it can go then that's right 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of it dissipates. Yes. Because you've released it, like yes. you said. And you've said it and the world hasn't fallen apart. That's and right. I haven't screamed in horror and gone, oh, I can't possibly, right. you, you know, and um, nothing you know, and then, terrible happened. No, no. And then, you know, that, that there is a real release that comes from that at times. And, um, you know, if that's been blocking something, then we can sort of move yeah move on you know it, it works and it, it just is magic sometimes it absolutely is and connecting to people that deeply which is again one of the things that we're great at as hsvs that is the thing that fuels me like really yeah. being able to heart to heart connect with someone you know yeah. a lot of the connections out in the world are really high and surface level How's the weather? You know, yeah, that kind of stuff makes my skin crawl, honestly. Um, If I have to do it for an extended period of time, obviously, I don't want to go up to every new stranger and just dive right into the deep stuff. You know, what's hurting your heart today? (laughs) Right, right. Um, But what's in your heart? But but really having a conversation that's meaty and meaningful where I really get to know the person where they know they're safe, Mm. where I'm not over here judging them, but I just really get to know them. Yes. It's so uplifting for me. It's it's fueling. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Me too. And it reminds me of um, a saying that I hear quite a lot and we're very good at this. We're very good at listening to understand. We're not listening to respond and that's the difference, you know, I think we use our head. If we are in our head while we're listening to somebody and while they are speaking, we are busy trying to work out how we're going to be respond, how we're going to respond, then we're not, we're not making that connection with them. We're missing that opportunity to just yeah. really listen and, and connect, like you just talked, connect, heart-to-heart connection and just like, oh God, you know, that sounds that sounds really, really hard or um or you know oh god or how hilarious or oh my god you did what or or whatever but you you've really been absorbed in what they're saying so you're in it with them yes yeah um yeah and that you know I wouldn't want to be missing that either right it's so rich yeah which is why another thing on the list, why we are such great friends. HSPs have really deep, con- deep friendships yeah. with folks. So we are often not the ones that have 35 friends, but we'll have a lesser number of very deep connections yeah. typically. Yeah. And that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else is on the list? Or have we done it? Um, no, no, there's more. Um, there's uh, <laughs> uh, creativity. That's oh. one that we wanted to hit on. Yes. Because yeah. it's kind of a big bubble. There's our own creativity. Like we, we can be very um, out of the box thinkers. We're very in tune with um, letting things flow. And so... HSPs can be creative in all kinds of different ways. Mm -hmm. But then something that you mentioned that I'd love you to talk more about is also how we interact with others' creativity. You had something really cool to say about that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think the temptation when we talk about, well, the minute you mentioned the word creativity, I mean, 
certainly I would have usually gone to, oh, somebody who's painting or drawing. Whereas creativity is just being, um, is thinking about things slightly differently or bringing yes. a different way into so you know you can be thinking creatively and behaving creatively at work by problem solving right. um you, you know or um i don't know running out of ideas but you know creativity is 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 much wider than just painting and drawing um, 100% uh, and you know i have rediscovered i've discovered as part of discovering I'm an HSP and all those things at the same time I, I decided rediscovered my love of writing and and that's been a really great gift to me and every now and again um I just feel drawn to write a poem it's weird I just and it, it just sort of spills out of me in about 10 minutes I mean they're not amazing poems for god's sake but they just come it's just yeah. really interesting but I think what I said is not only does a you know creativity is something that comes quite naturally to us in in the big wider sense of create being creative yeah. uh, and it, we get to really like rejoice in other people's creativity as well I think we can really be with them in their creativity and and appreciate it you know even if we don't like whatever it is they're doing yeah but we can appreciate it for what it is, if that makes sense. And we can really yeah. be moved by, I mean, and here, I suppose I'm talking more, more about the traditional sort of things we might think of as creativity, but, um, you know, oh, oh, you know, really luxuriating in a, in, in a, in a, in a, in a painting maybe and going, wow, yes. and look at those, look at those colors and look at the way you've done that. And I, you know, really appreciate the way, that you've put that together or something or that really speaks yes. to me and this is what I'm getting from it and you know we can we we can bring all these details to the attention of other people as well so yes. they they can step more into the the, the, the finer details That's so exactly right not only do we appreciate it we can show the person who's created it that we really appreciate it and actually maybe we can help other people appreciate it be that music be it dance yes. be it you know um song be it a poem be it a story yes. be it a painting a drawing whatever it is be it a creative yes. solution although maybe right. you know maybe maybe you have to work a bit harder to get everybody on board to really appreciate the creativity of this solution <laughs> but you know what i mean i do 100 yeah. percent. yeah and the that those details that we notice that then I love what you said that then we can also help other people notice. Mm. So because we see the world a little bit differently, we take in more things. We notice the, the little details that other people miss us talking about them, highlights them for folks who didn't see them to begin with. And yeah. I love that. I think that's a great gift we give to the world. Yeah, I think it is as well. Um, yeah, there, there are so many. There are so many. I think we've touched on quite a few. I think I think we have um, and, and I'm hoping that, you know, listening to this, any HSPs or people who know HSPs and, you know, you know, are really can are really beginning to understand that this is something brilliant. 
Yeah. It's something, it, it, it's, it's not something to be frightened about. It's not something to shy away from being an HSP. I'm talking about, you know, it's not something to want to shy away from. It's not something to want to hide and, you know, feel like you don't want people to know. I mean, right. you might not want people to know straight away, but really I'm hoping that we are, we can, we're, we're doing a good job at showing you all the beauty and the gifts that come with being an HSP. Yes. Yes. And we're needed in the world. We we're are needed. We are needed. Um, we have an awful lot to offer. Um, yes. If only it could be appreciated. Yes. But, you know, and we so can, we're starting here. We're we are. starting the appreciation here. We are. And, you know, um, Please, please let us have your, uh, you know, what, what's landed for you if you're listening to this? What, what's really landed for you if you're an HSP or landed for you about somebody else maybe in your life? What what are you getting from this that that's really, I don't know, helping you see the gift that it is? Um, yeah. I would really love to know that. I'm sure Robbie would really love to know that. So yeah, I would. And what what did we miss? What is a, a yes. gift that we didn't mention? Yeah, We'd love to hear those. Oh, we would. That's the that's the uh, the homework for this week. If you're listening, especially if you're an HSP, what did we miss? Yes. Um, let's collate that, and we can add that to the list that we've already got. Um, marvelous. I think I think we'll leave that here for today. Um, we will be back with another episode um, soon. But in the meantime, take really good care of uh, of yourselves. Thank you for listening, and it's bye from me. Bye for me. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends. Please subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website www.safeandsupported.co.uk Until next time, bye.